Hello everyone, I am Evin Arslan, I am from Turkey and I am volunteering in Mraj Udruga Zagor. In this podcast, I am talking with people who participate in ECS projects and I am asking about their ECS experiences. Now, Maria Ratkovic from Serbia is with me. In 2018, she went to Rome, Italy for the ECS project. First, can you introduce yourself? Hi everyone, my name is Maria and uh, I'm from Belgrade, Serbia. I'm in August, I will be 32 years old and I took like a last chance to do an EBS when I was 28, going to 29. And um, I'm art historian, but that's only the degree, I don't work that. I actually work in a call center uh, with Italian language because I loved it and that's why I work uh, because of that knowledge. How did you decide to join the ECS project? When I applied, it was called EVS, so European Voluntary Service. So that's why if you hear me referring as EVS, it's now it's uh, European Solidarity Corps. So I was volunteering, like going to work camps, international work camps, since maybe 2010. And I really enjoyed it. And I actually met a lot of people that some of them are really good friends of mine also today. I was I was always going to Italy and, and my friends would often tell ask me, like, do you know that other countries exist? Because I was always going to work camp in Italy. And I I always when I started uh, voluntary camps that, as you know, like it, they last for maybe two or three weeks. I heard about long-term volunteering and I was like, okay, I want to do that before I'm 30 in 2015 or 16. After I graduated, I started looking for uh, the project and uh, actually the process was kind of long because I was always only looking uh, for projects in Italy. And in the beginning I had I mean, I had a broad idea about the topic. I knew that it wants to, that it has to be something involved in like arts and culture. But uh, I also had like a silly idea, like to go to some place like near sea or something like that, like really exotic. So I was like looking always on the Google Maps, like where is the place? But like, is it also urban? There are there museums and things like that. So actually, after a while, I realized that it is a really bad way to search for a project and that the main thing should be topic. So I was just searching for topics that are cool and that are in Italy. But after two years, I So I looked at it for about two years and I applied. I didn't apply to many projects. I was really selective, but I didn't get accepted yet. And then actually I was thinking like it was like a fate because I received an email from um, young researchers of Serbia, which is uh, the Serbian organization that I uh, volunteered with. And uh, it was from a mailing list for long-term projects. And it was about... Uh, EBS uh, for one year in La Città dell'Utopia in Rome, which was my my project. Yeah. So after like I I asked for my um, my organization's opinion, what did they know about that organization, what they think, and we realized that it's a project that is going on for more than 10 years. And I also got in touch with the person that was doing it a few years back from Serbia. So after uh, the interview, when I got accepted, I was so happy. And like a few months after that, I quit my job and moved. You went to Rome. How did it go? What did you do as an ECS volunteer in Italy? 
Honestly, in the beginning, it was kind of disappointing. I won't lie because the apartment, uh, when I arrived, it was very old and like with handles on the door that couldn't, uh, didn't work well and with old and uh, not so nice furniture. And honestly, I couldn't imagine myself living there. I mean, I don't come for like from like a rich family, but I got used to like having things clean and organized like normal, you know, not, I mean, I live in apartment from the 50s, so it's not like uh, <laughs> nothing special. Also, in the beginning, I couldn't connect very much, very well with people, and I kind of felt alone. I missed my friends and family. I also had like a medical issue because previous to the trip, I needed to, I had some like intervention for toothache. So I took a lot of very strong antibiotics for that. And so my stomach was kind of very sensitive and I also couldn't eat good. So I was kind of also stressed because of that. But honestly, that, that kind of made me come back home. I, it didn't last a lot, but I think that uh, a lot of people have that kind of feeling in the beginning, maybe of the project. And actually, after a month of my project, one of my best friends was getting married in Belgrade. So I asked like to take a few days off and I was coming for the wedding, but I was actually much more happy like to be in my home, in my house, to see my friends than actually because of the wedding. And then I took that period, like a few days to talk to my friends and family and to think and to think about everything and reevaluate. So I realized that it would be bad for me to just quit because I'm not the person that likes to quit things. And uh, I came back to Rome and tried to make a good, best time of that. So very soon I started, started really feeling like home, like at home. And in November, we had our group of volunteers complete. I had four roommates. And we started a raging apartment and it became a really nice place to live. And I really started, those people really started becoming my friends. And I consider it like one of the best times in my life. And for now. And, <laughs> and uh, as for work, I will just tell you that we were in five. And two girls, they worked uh, in another office, which is like a SCI uh, office that is more like uh, organizing camps and bureaucracy things like that and me brian the guy from spain and maxime from france we worked actually the next door because we lived in the house that was also the organization building and uh, we were doing some daily tasks helping our coordinator alessandra to organize promotes events and uh, once a week, I also held English class because for Italians, because of, of course, Spanish and French are popular, but Serbian, not so much. So I was teaching English. And in the beginning, I was kind of um, nervous because I didn't know very good gr uh, grammar, like to explain also, but it became like a conversational course. So we would just pick a topic and speak and I will correct them. So it was really nice. And besides that, we had many different uh, projects during the year, like social cafes, film projections, promotion of books, and also lunches that were uh, used to support the organization. Like we would sell lunches for people on a very small price, and uh, that would help the organization work. 
and the, we even organized three work camps during during the summer. Have you faced any challenges during volunteering? Well, yes, as, as I told you, like uh, that the sensation of being away from home. Also, because even if I was 20 years old, I was this was my first time to don't live with my par- parents because in Serbia, it's I mean, in Belgrade, it's hard to live on your own. And the people who were born in Belgrade, as I did, uh, they usually stay with their parents for a long time while others like move because of going to university and my university was in my hometown. So that was kind of difficult. And also there was a challenge, not so much like making friends, but getting used to that you live with four more people that have completely different backgrounds and uh, backgrounds and habits and things like that. So it took a lot of compromise to don't uh, like to don't kill each other. So, but for me, the most difficult part was not sharing my daily life with my people, you know, but soon I, I overcame all challenges and I really could enjoy the life there. What experiences did you gain during the project? As I mentioned, like, firstly, I would say life without my parents and with roommates. I think that really shaped me as a person. I also, and also coming back home and living again with parents was much more difficult even if I have great relationship with them so now I live with my boyfriend but before that I was really thinking about uh, renting an apartment even though it's expensive because as I got used to not being with friends sorry not living with parents so there were a lot of uh, nice experiences visiting beautiful places i met a lot of very nice people and different culture customs not just italy because i knew a lot about italy already because i traveled there but it was uh, from the people that i met there because we had also a lot of immigrants and my roommates were different like spanish french argentinian and bulgarian Also, I had nice experiences of travel. Also, like when you know that you depend only on the, on yourself. Like if you don't cook for yourself, you will don't ha- you will not have anything to eat. And also, like uh, organizing the budget and improving, of course, my Italian knowledge because I knew it before. But this was a great opportunity to make it better. Did you like Italy? Which places do you suggest to visit in Italy and Rome? I'm really in love with Italy. And first I fell in love with language that I started learning at the beginning of university. Then the food, which is amazing. And also the country, of course. So in Rome, I would des- definitely suggest to people to visit parks because they have like enormous parks, which for which is, they seem like a jungle, especially when you're coming from a city like Belgrade. It is mostly like, streets and that's all also like I had a really alternative let's say group of people around me so we were visiting my organization was also kind of that way but we were visiting a lot of like squats like abandoned warehouses and things like that that were transformed into cultural places or like places for concerts during the summer so there are a lot of those in Rome and I would definitely suggest to people who like that those kind of things to make a research and also visit those places as per already known sites 
I, I would suggest my favorite, which is Piazza di Spagna. And of course, any people, any person coming to Rome would definitely visit those kind of places. And I would just never pay for a Colosseum. <laughs> it's, it's not worth it. Also, if visiting during summer, there are really nice beaches near Rome that are like just three euros and half or less than an hour uh, train ride from Rome that are called Santa Severa and Santa Marinella. And even if Romans, of course, they don't appreciate it much because they are they got used to like going to Sardinia, Sicilia and like south of Italy. Those beaches are really beautiful. And while I lived in Rome, I used every chance to to go there afterward during the summer, of course. Also in Italy, I would suggest firstly Bologna, that is my favorite city that is really beautiful. Who has a chance to go to, it's called Battibaglia, that is the hometown of mozzarella. I never been there, but uh, a friend of mine brought me mozzarella from there and it's really beautiful. So I think it's worth it just going because of mozzarella. <laughs> and uh, that's all. I mean, in Italy, you have a lot of places really beautiful places that are not so uh, known, for example, like Rome or Florence. But uh, just if you take a car and just go around, you will find the really nice, nice places to visit. Can you tell us an unforgettable moment you had during the project? Okay, so there were a lot of them because we really try to make to do different activities and but to make this one short because I'm already talking a lot I will I will just mention a first time when I did the activity with Laboria, uh, Laboratorio 53 it's Laboratorio 53 uh, in English it's an organization that is sharing the same uh, building as mine and they focus on giving the different kind of support to immigrants like legal and psychological, but except for that, they also gather, make a gathering every Thursday and uh, their people cook together usually like because they're immigrants, they cook something from their country or some typical Italian dishes and they play different games, socialize. And uh, we were often going there to have lunch with them. But the first time I went, I was really like moved by the group of people and uh, I remember that I had my eyes full of tears because while seeing their smiles and the happiness of people coming there because for them that was really like escape from all the horrible things that they lived and they usually live in like in some like group homes and things like that so it's not really like a normal living even if they are in Rome on the in the safe country so coming there was really nice for them. Also seeing the hosts, the people from the organization, how, how much influence they had on this immigrant's life. So that was really one of the best, not experience, but like moments that really influenced me. And except for that, I, I know that for people from EU, this will, this will be kind of funny. But since Serbia is not in EU, every time that we have to go to a different country, there is like a passport control and all that on the airport. So when I was in Rome, I took like a long weekend trip to Malta. And it was so funny for me when we arrived to Malta. We were just like, we didn't have any bags. We had just had backpack and we landed. And just hop, 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 like went out of the airport and 
we're in Malta and nobody asks anything, nobody asks for a passport. So for me, that was also kind of a life remembering experience. Yeah, that's all. What would you recommend for those who want to apply for the ECS project? Definitely choose your project, firstly based on the team. And then, of course, based also on the place where you would like to live, but not like, is there a beach near or something like that, but maybe a country <laughs> like I did. If you have like a country that you would really love to live in, it, this is a great opportunity because for a lot of people, it's not easy to find like a job. So this is also a nice opportunity to experience life in a country that is not just touristic, even if it's for a longer time. And it's easier if you're open to more different countries, you will probably find the project faster. And I think the project is important because even if I don't like saying this, but it can happen that the people that you're spending your time with, roommates or people that you're working for, you don't make a good connection with them. So it will be important that at least you like the things that you do there. For example, a friend of mine, was the only volunteer in the organization in Spain. So she didn't really have a lot, uh, a lot of people to hang out with. So she had her job. Also, it's really important to think about the factor of language because I really, I knew already Italian. So maybe it would, better, it would be better to go to another country and learn a new language. But I wanted to go to Italy. But for example, I really don't like German. So going to Germany for me was not an option. Because you need to, if you want to take an EVS project or S project, you need to consider that you will have lessons of the language of that country. And also maybe people will expect from you to make a conversation in that language because maybe a lot of people will not know English, also also older people that you also probably had experience in Croatia. I think that that are like the most important things. And also uh, to not be discouraged if you don't find the project or if you receive a rejection letter, because a lot of organizations also maybe have different countries that they are accepting volunteers from. So if you don't do a research, maybe they don't accept volunteers from your country at the moment. So that is the only reason that they say, said no. And I think that uh, persons should really uh, invest a lot of time and don't give up. So maybe like me, the, the perfect TVS will be in the mailing list. <laughs> this podcast reflects the view only of the author and the organization and commission cannot be held responsible for any use which may be made of the information contained therein.